Hey, we're Dan and Danielle McCauley, and you've tuned in to the Married Up Podcast. A moment of truth to keep your marriage moving in the right direction. You and your spouse are different by design, and you make each other better. You both married up. And we're here to help you see and experience that more clearly in your marriage. And for season three, you've not only got us, but on many episodes, we're going to be interviewing some of our awesome married friends. Each with something unique to bring to the table. It's going to be fun. So let's get started. Welcome to the Married Up Podcast. You are here with Danielle McCauley and my awesome husband, Dan. Dan McCauley. That's who he is, Dan McCauley. You don't have to sing it. We, I just say it, but he like he's a singer. He's a professional singer. I so. You sing a lot of things that other people things. say. Yes, it's true. There's I a can't lot help of myself. In house. It's true. Can't help myself. <laughs> it just happens. It just happens. Well, it's not planned. You are a professional singer. It is true. I a always leader, hate that recording description. Artist. Of but you know what? Singer. Today you are a podcaster, and po- we do not sing our podcast. We we talk. So. Oh no, I sing the podcast. I'm I'm the professional talker around here. <laughs> which that is true. <laughs> that is true. But you can join the ranks today. Okay. Are you going to join the ranks and sing? <laughs> no. Okay. No one wants to hear that. All right. When people ask me, like, do you sing too? My answer is usually not professionally. No one would pay to hear me sing. I do enjoy singing, but I don't think anyone would. You know, if I was busking on the corner, I wouldn't be getting $20 bills <laughs> thrown at me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, you're the singer, but today you're the talker. Okay, sure. So what are we talking about? Well, today we're going to talk about things that your spouse is and is not. Okay. And a lot of times for every is not, there's an is. Mm-hmm. And for every is, there's is not. And some it's it should be pretty straightforward, I think, pretty obvious, simple things. But sometimes it's just good to hear the simple, obvious things again. Mm-hmm. Well, and some of them you're like, you'd think they'd be obvious, but True then that. True that. they're not so much with some people. So they, we're here to help you out. We're here, we're to, here to lend a helping hand. See the you, obvious, even if it's not obvious Do you to have you. a song for that? Like, we're here to help? Could, you're a songwriter. You could make one up on the we spot We could make right one, but I can't think okay, of it. Okay, by I next could... episode, you you that's your job. For We're Here you're to gonna Help? You're going to write a song about We're Here to Help You on this podcast, the Married Up that. podcast. That's weird. You guys hold them accountable. Okay, so let's dive in. Uh, we're talking about what your spouse is and isn't, and what, what we're really trying to say is what your spouse should and should not be. And and sometimes it's just a, it's a matter of the way you think. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the way you think about your spouse matters so much. The way you think about your marriage, the way you think about your spouse mm-hmm. will then dictate how you do things. Yes. So I'll start off okay. with one your spouse is not. Okay. Your spouse is not who completes you. Oh. As much as Renee Zellweger would like to say. Or no, no, no. It was Tom the other Cruise way. Tom Cruise Renee said Zellweger. to Renee Zellweger, you complete me. And that sounds just lovely. So romantic. And it people sounds, say it all the time. I think, you know, it was a valiant effort by the writers of 
Jerry Maguire. But it's a fine, it's a fine point that you're about to make, right? So there, I, I get where they're going when they say that because there is an aspect where they compliment you, and we talk about that on a merit because our yes. whole podcast is about we each. But you're up, a complete person in and of yourself. But I didn't need exactly. I don't need you to be a whole person. Hmm. You know, you really make me a better person. Sure. But Jesus is the one who makes me whole. Right. As much as you try. And <laughs> and anything out of balance in that department will make you kind of codependent. Yes. And you, in a way, you're making an idol of the other person. Right. Yeah. Which just can't happen. And when you don't feel complete, you blame the other person mm-hmm. or feel like suddenly it's their fault. So there's this principle of transference yep. that uh, Ron and Ann means when we're out on a Better Us TV uh, event, date night events. They talk about the principle of transference. When we're not getting our needs mm-hmm. met from our relationship with the Lord, then we we feel less than and we yes. project that. Excuse me, on our on our spouse, which is actually you know kind of just very nicely um, segues into my next one, which is your spouse is not the one who's responsible for your happiness, your peace, or your satisfaction. Mm. The you can't put those things on them. They are not your your savior. They are not everything. Um, all income, like no human can possibly check all those boxes for you. Right. So you can't put that on them. It's funny. Sometimes people just go into marriage with the wrong idea about marriage. Like they're unhappy people and they think right. that somehow like when they get married, it's going to make them so happy, satisfied and happy. Uh, I'm glad I didn't have any illusions of doing that for you. Well, maybe, you know what? I feel like there's a lot of expectations going into marriage, and I'm sure I had a lot of them, and we both completely destroyed all the expectations. (laughs) We learned the hard way. Wait, this person has no chance at all of completing We have a realistic but very healthy view of marriage now. (laughs) All right, do you want to do a couple? Sure. I was going to say, your spouse is not the butt of your jokes. Ah, that's good. That, Why are you saying this? Well, I don't know because because like there's some aspect in some I don't know circles or or uh, where it's like cool to TV like shows. beat up on yeah on, mm-hmm. on your spouse where it's cool to like beat up on your spouse or mm-hmm. girls you know that stereotype of girls get together and talk about how what a loser their yeah, husband what is what a buffoon he is yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's that's not right. Mm-hmm. That's not the way it should be in either direction. It shouldn't, the men shouldn't be doing it about the women. Mm-hmm. Women shouldn't be doing it about the men. Instead, we are to speak well speak of our spouse, speak life. To them and behind their back. So I always, when I think, now this is going to date me a bunch because only a certain generation would even know what the heck I'm talking about. But the, the TV show. Will I? Yes, you will. <laughs> Cheers. Okay. Yeah. The TV show Cheers. Norm, remember Norm, <laughs> right? He used to walk in the bar and everyone said, mm-hmm. Norm. Everyone yep. knew Norm. Norm sat at his one place at the bar and he always made jokes about his wife, Vera. And he would make tons of jokes about Vera, Vera this and that. And uh, and then I forget, I think it was like somewhere towards the end of the entire series, we find out how much he 
actually really loves Vera, mm-hmm. even though he talks negatively about her all the but time. No one realized that. No yeah, one knew. But that's just not. And maybe she didn't. And that's know. not how it's supposed to be. No. It should not be that we are uh, speaking one. poorly about our spouse all the time. Instead, we should be speaking life and uh, and uh, and covering. That's covering a good them. one. That's a good one, and that goes along with mine. Um, my next one is your spouse is not your punching bag. Mm. And really shouldn't be the one, you know, I think often we, um, we unload on our spouse Mm -hmm. and also we feel like we can say, and we've said this in other episodes, we feel like we can just say whatever we want because they love us unconditionally. They're just going to still be there. And so, and we can ask for forgiveness later, mm-hmm. but your spouse is not well, your they, they have to forgive us. They're stuck with us forever. Exactly. So <laughs> no. it's, it's funny. I had a, I had a similar one to that. You said punching bag. I said dumping ground. Okay. Same thing. Yeah, same same, same idea. basic thing that you take out your frustrations on them. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of mine um, had like a correlating is to is not or is yeah. not to is. So I also had that they're your, your safe place to be yourself. Mm-hmm. But then they're also they're not your dumping ground, right? So there's a fine line there. Mm-hmm. So they yes, they are the place where you can be yourself. You can talk about your your stresses and and stress and struggles. They should be a place where it's okay to let down your guard, not have to pretend to be strong all the time necessarily. To be honest and have that kind of level of intimacy where it's safe to be vulnerable. And for that reason, that it's a safe place to be vulnerable. They're also not your dumping ground where you take out your frustrations in a negative way take mm-hmm. it out on them right um verbally beat up on them obviously not physically manhandle them um all of those things that uh belittling them um uh, all of that kind of stuff they shouldn't be your mm-hmm. dumping back ground or punching bag the way, is, was it, the way you said it it's sad that we have to say this but i mean it's it's just rampant among marriages yeah, yeah. and um i think we know that but it's, there are um there are some cultures even where that becomes permissible, where they're very one-sided mm-hmm. and, um, you know, women are property and uh, they're less than and uh, and that's just, that's not the way it was intended. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're here to correct the record. We're making it all known. Your spouse is not your punching bag. Mm-hmm. What else do you have? Um, okay, so these two went together. I, I have your spouse is your teammate. Mm-hmm. They're not your competition. Oh, that's good. See, we didn't look at each other's, you know, our our no. our research, our find what our thoughts about everything. So I like they're it. they're your teammate in life. You win or lose together. You succeed as parents together. You succeed in you know, uh, accruing wealth, uh, managing your household, etc. together. They're not your competition. You're not trying to outdo them. Um, you're not trying to outdo them in parenting. Uh, you're not trying to um, play favorites, like make your kids like you more than your spouse, all that kind of stuff. You're a teammate in that, and you should be viewed as such, that you're in league with one another, that you think the same thing, that what mom says, dad says, what dad says, mom says. Like, mm-hmm. if, if what did mom say about this? Okay, well, then that's what I say. And Vice versa. Yeah. Uh, Our kids, when they try to put one back past us, no. we're like, no. Nope. Only took a couple times and they yeah. realized, no, that's not going to work. Mom and dad are on the we, same page. We say the same thing. And even if we somehow miss it and they can get around us and then we find out after like, uh-uh-uh, no way. No, there's punishment if there's, we'll cha- uh, they're we trying cha- to play I change my answer. If dad said no, then I say 
know. Yeah. yeah. So yes, your your teammates, your spouse is your teammate. They are not your competition, and you need to have a unified front. It's you versus everyone else. If there's any aspect of versus in there, that sounds more adversarial than it necessarily needs to be. Mm -hmm. But I just mean uh, it's when it comes down to it, you two are one and you're on the same team. You're not in competition with one another, but it's you against the world. Good. Good stuff. Okay. I've got an is, is not combo. Okay. Your spouse is your friend. You Mm. should enjoy being with them like. You know, you got to like them, not just love them. And your spouse is not just your business partner. Hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, we've seen this happen where um, not in our own life, um, in our own marriage, but other marriages that we know and we've kind of seen the ins and outs is like there's just not a lot of camaraderie, enjoying each other. It's more just like going through the motions, especially this happens to a lot of couples after kids. You have full-time jobs. You have things that have to get done. Your business partners. Like you're just doing what has to be done and you're not enjoying each other. Now, that that's not cause to end a marriage. That that is not that is just a trap Mm -hmm. that we can fall into would, and if yeah. you and if you hear us saying that and you're like oh my goodness i think that's us right it's now it's a product of not being intentional you can yes and you can intentionally build that back build Absolutely. the friendship back build the romance back mm-hmm. if you've lost that love and feeling we've got um we've got i think our season 1 we had an episode about the whole that episode maybe in, on that, yeah. maybe earlier on a little later on sorry there was another another episode too about rekindling those romantic feelings mm-hmm. romantic love statistically only lasts like about 2 years at most study show and beyond that we have to be more intentional about doing things to spark that maintain that keep that going because otherwise we default to roommates business partners Mm -hmm. uh cohabiting you know in the same space yeah that Mm -hmm. was a good one yeah and then i also have your spouse is not your maid or personal assistant and is your partner together. And you were saying that like a team, I think that's kind of the same idea. Like we don't expect, you know, our spouse to do this, like they're, like they're a slave driver and you um, aren't pulling your weight on this, 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 and you're going to get in trouble or you're going to, you know, like they're going to give you a consequence, like no sex for you or whatever that is like you, you guys are team working together. Yes, there might be certain things that I um, take care of more often than you, but you know, you're not above doing some dishes. I'm not above maybe taking out the trash. (laughs) A lot of times when you're gone, like those things that would be like your job, quote unquote, you can't see my air quotes people. But um, so your partners, your teammates, like you said, um, but your spouse is not your personal assistant. Yeah. Yeah. I have one that says um, your spouse is your own body yourself. Mm. You are good. you are one, right? Yes. The two have become one flesh. Uh, I am you and you are me. And they are not anything less than that. Hmm. So less than that would be uh, an object yeah. um, that you, you know, use for pleasure or something. Um, they are not just your tag along uh, who just goes along with you in your world doing your stuff that's all centered around you and your life. Um, and they're not an afterthought, but rather uh, the Bible instructs us to love um, 
love each other as we love ourselves. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a biblical command generally. Mm-hmm. To love as Christ loves, which is a sacrifice. Right. Husbands, love. love your love your wives as Christ loves the church and gave himself for it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Christ loved us with sacrificial love. He laid down his very life for us. And so we're to think of our spouse as an extension of ourself. And um, not too many of us uh, do things that hurt ourselves, self-mutilate, or do things that we know are bad for us. Well, sometimes we do, I guess, maybe. But uh, mm-hmm. generally, we try and preserve ourselves, and mm-hmm. we should um, think of our spouse in that same way. That's um, good. We, I am you, and you are me. That's right. Um, so my next one is your spouse is, or should be, your confidant and your sounding board. But your spouse is not, or should not, be the one who's responsible to fix you. Mm. So if you have something, um, and this goes back to what we were saying, like we can't just put all of our eggs in our spouse's basket to that they're going to be the source of our happiness and all that, but I'm just taking it a step further. Like if you've got issues, um, if you need... um, uh, if you need healing, if you need counsel, all of that, like sometimes, obviously, you know, in another episode, we were saying how prayer is really important in marriages and your spouse can be just a great resource for praying for you, but your spouse is not a trained professional. Right. And your spouse can sometimes be too close to really speak into the issue. Mm-hmm. They don't have the clear eyes. They, ne- they aren't necessarily objective because exactly. they yeah. they value you and choose you. Right. And you, you could be part of the problem in whatever scenario, right. maybe. And they might go, totally. oh, well, that's so the other person. <laughs> yeah. An objective third party might go, no, well, you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> So that's an impractical jokers reference. Mm. Yes. So um so yeah, they they can be your confidant and they should be in your sounding board and um all of that. But then, you know, when it comes down to real um truth telling and healing and all of these things, it's good to have an outside uh person who knows how to really sufficiently help. Yeah. Um it could be a counselor, it could be a wise uh, friend, mm-hmm. um, mentor, yeah. yeah. And in the context of um, of that, I remember, I remember our Better Us episode where we talked about how it's we all need to have uh, friends, couples who are for us, for like, our marriage, for yes. our marriage together. Like you know, it's not just my friend who's going to join with me and, and siding with me and say, yeah, that your wife's wrong about that necessarily. But there needs to be uh, couples who are objectively mm-hmm. um, for your marriage and yeah. for you together. And I mean, there's only so much that our, especially husbands can handle if their their wives are not complaining, but just not whining. I don't mean that, but just, you know, they want someone to just spill everything out on. And, you know, there's been a couple of times where you've been like, you need to go talk to Terry or you need, <laughs> like, maybe a woman is going to understand this a little bit more and be a little more compassionate. Than I, I can't expect yeah. you to, ha- you know, I don't want to burden you. It all might the time with require that. more words than my brain can take. That. Yes. Necessary. Or yes. Well, it's true. It's good to have. So it, yeah, have I just can't expect too. you to be the one to just do everything, cover all that stuff. Right. Yeah. All right. Because 
As good as I am, I'm not <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Although I was packing up my boxes because we're moving the other day, I thought I saw a cape, but. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Okay. Uh, so your spouse is your equal. Ooh. They are not your parent or your child. Mm. So there's some overlap with what you just said. We can't expect our spouse to fix us or whatever. Mm. Um, but uh, a healthy spouse relationship, um, we're not talking down to each other. Ordering around. We're not Talk, yeah, treating another like our <clears throat> subordinate or our child, mm-hmm. uh, or uh, there's not, um, you know, there's not sort of subservient, or there shouldn't be dominating. Um, we had a teaching on a better us. I keep referencing it, but these are like where we've learned some of these things, um, where Jimmy Evans was talking about dominance in marriage. Now he was very dominant when when they were first married, um, and he thought that that's the man is the head of the household. And that means uh, you know the man's supposed to be dominant and you know you know run the run the world, and she's supposed to do what I say. And that is just not biblical and mm-hmm. not the meaning of that. And <clears throat> dominant uh, dominance when any one spouse is dominant over the other, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's problematic, mm-hmm. and it's not when it's not a breeding ground for intimacy. For sure. Uh, and uh, it, it creates problems. So our, our, your spouse um, is your equal. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not your parent. They're not your child. They're not subordinate to you, nor are you to them. But you're a team together and you're equal. It's good stuff. Okay, we're running the bend here. Um, I've got next, your spouse is your first priority and your first loyalty mm. and is not your leftovers. So... Mm. Um, you know, they're the one we don't prioritize our kids above our spouse. We don't pro- prioritize our friends and our hobbies. And we were talking about this in another episode. We touched on it a little, but you are loyal to them first and you need to prioritize them. And your spouse is not your leftovers, which we've talked about before too, is just the idea that we don't give everyone else the best of us, and then we just leave whatever we can squeak out for them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's God first, spouse second, yeah, and then kids, fam, rest of family, work, all those things as they fall in line. Mm-hmm. But we make sure that our spouse is getting the best mm-hmm. of us. And I feel like there's, you know, when we because that's a that's a God ordained thing, and when we put those in the right slots, I feel like we have we all of a sudden like supernaturally have the ability to do the rest of them well when mm. we're prioritizing the right things, the things top things first. Just work. It's amazing how things just work when, when you we do, do them, them God's, God's way. way. You just knew what I was going to say. <laughs> yes. I did. Uh, Do you have any more? We finish each other's sandwiches. We do. It's almost like we know each other. (laughs) I usually finish your sandwich. Let's get real. Okay. I like Um, like picking off your plate at restaurants. It's uh, true. Yes. You'll finish my sandwich before I was done with it. I'm like, I just want one bite. Just let me try that. Food envy. Okay. Um, Do you have any more? I do. I have have one more. I have two more. Okay. Well, you go then. Okay. Well, my next one was my spouse is, or your spouse is, 
your only source of sexual gratification. Mm, that's a good one. We not we needed to make sure that was in there. Um, anything outside of your spouse is fire, is a danger zone, and is going to um, hinder what you do have inside. Fire in a bad context, right? Fire in a, yes. And we've talked about in our um, a sex episode from last season, we say sex is like fire. Um, and marriage is the fireplace. So sex can be hot and it can be good. Fire is a good thing right. when it's contained. It can would give us warmth and ambiance and we can cook food on it and boil water and do a lot of great things. It's <laughs> the analogy breaks of life. down a little bit there. <laughs> it's Cooking a source food on of it. life. Like if we were on Survivor, <laughs> the first thing we want to do is make fire, right? But outside of the fireplace – um, it just destroys. It will burn down a house. And that is the same with um, marriage. Um, sex within the context of marriage in the fireplace is all good stuff. It's fire. Mm-hmm. But anything outside of you and your spouse, it, it it's just ready to burn danger, down Danger! Yes. Danger! Yes. Yeah. Uh no, that's a good one. Uh, we need to keep and all of our... And I think we're our... going to elaborate on sex next time, right? Yes. Ooh. We're going to do another... It's going to be the climax episode the of climax season three. climax episode of season three that's will true. be sex again. We're gonna, we finished last season We did with that on sex. purpose. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, so what was I going to say? Oh, yes. So, no, I, I didn't uh, actually have that one or think of it, but it's a really good one that... Uh, that that your spouse is your one source of sexual gratification. And um, obviously that's physically. Mm-hmm. Um, that's uh, obviously you're not running around having affairs. Mm-hmm. But we need to expand on that to the little subtle things like mm-hmm. the kind of gratification one gets from flirting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so totally. that kind of like uh, attention mm-hmm. uh, that ne- you need to derive that from your spouse. And then, of course, uh, your thought life. Yep. And where you let your brain go mm-hmm. uh, when you are flipping your phone or mm-hmm. whatever. And obviously, uh, obviously staying away from porn, pornography, mm-hmm. soft porn, any form of, yeah, any kind of sexual stimulation. Yeah, I was going to say. It's any for your medium, spouse. Any movie, book, um, right. your phone, all of it spouse leads and spouse to the only. mind and what you focus on. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Um, what's your last one? Uh, my last one was your spouse is till death. Ah, uh, I almost put that and then I kind of forgot. And then, I'm glad um, you said that. And not until someone more exciting comes along. Or until it's inconvenient. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not until you feel like your spouse is letting you down and someone else comes along and says all, and does all the right things. Or until you're drifting apart or on different paths. I hear these things all the time. Yeah. Any of those... Or we fell out of love. Any of those yeah. cliche things that happen when we're... Really, honestly, when we're distracted and not um, mm-hmm. putting in the time and attention... And intentionality that it, that maintaining um, love requires. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Uh, so, your spouse is till death. It's a decision yep. you made till death. Now, you're stuck with you're me. You're stuck. And I'm stuck with you. And the only oh, way... there's a song for that. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm happy to be stuck with you, said right. Huey Lewis. There you go. Um, I didn't sing it that time. I just quoted <laughs> it. Uh, but yes, there. that's it. That's uh, the decision's made. And now we're living with it and dying with it. 
And I'm going to end on this. Your spouse is worth your time, effort, sacrifice, forgiveness. They're worth it all. And so that's how we're going to end it. Yeah, that's how we're going to end it. And uh, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go find your spouse and tell them that you married up. And it's you and me, babe, whatever comes, knowing bigger hands are holding Have you checked out the Marriage Building TV show, A Better Us, yet? We're so excited to be a part of the show, offering hope for marriages every week on national television in Canada and on YouTube in the U.S. Hosted by Ron and Ann Maines and often featuring yours mm-hmm. truly, we have expert guests on every show, like Dr. Gary Chapman, Drs. Les and Leslie Parrott, or Bill and Pam Farrell, offering great practical teaching. Right. And then we talk about our own experiences around the kitchen with other couples. It's a lot of fun, and we think you'll love it. Check it out on abetterus.tv or search A Better Us on YouTube now. And follow A Better Us on Facebook and Instagram for daily marriage memes and tips. For more information about our ministry, check out marriedup.net. 